The views and opinions expressed by various contributors to 98.5 CKWR and its radio programs are their own and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of 98.5 CKWR Wired World, Inc., its broadcasters, staff, or volunteers. Listeners are urged to use their own discernment and draw their own conclusions. Good morning, my name is Rob Daniels, and welcome to Visions and Sound. Now, for those that may be joining me for the very first time, Visions and Sound is a movie, TV, and video game soundtrack program that I produce each and every week, right here on 98.5 CKWR. Well, here we are, show number 15 of 2022, and show number 1,120, if you're keeping track that way. This week, we continue 80s month with a celebration of the 40th anniversary of Conan the Barbarian. I first saw the film a few years after it was uh, released on pay TV. Schwarzenegger would become more known for his Terminator role for me at the time. I happened to catch the film playing late night and I was intrigued. This would be a few years before Arnold Schwarzenegger would break out and become an action hero sensation. He would simply be known as a muscle man appearing in a few films here and there being dubbed the Austrian Oak. For example, Schwarzenegger would play Hercules as under the name of Arnold Strong with his thick Austrian accent often overdubbed. From the 1970s, licensing problems with Conan had stood in the way of producing versions of the stories. Lancer Books had given, had rather acquired the, the rights in 1966. They went into receivership and legal disputes existed over the deposition of the publishing rights, which ultimately led them to be frozen under injunction. After being shown the comics and Frazetta's work, a producer, Robert Pressman, was convinced that the film must go ahead. Two years were needed to secure the film rights. The success of Star Wars in 1977 increased Hollywood's interest in producing films that portray, and I quote, heroic adventures in supernatural lands of fables. The film industry was drawn by the popularity of Conan among young 
male Americans who were buying reprints of the stories with Frazetta's artwork and uh, adaptations of Marvel comics. Now, while the while they were working to secure the film rights, uh, Conan producers Pressman and Summer were contemplating the lead role. They had considered Charles Bronson, Sylvester Stallone, comedian and ex-rugby player Jethro and William Smith, all of whom had played tough figures. In 1976, however, the producers watched a rough cut of the bodybuilding film Pumping Iron and agreed that Schwarzenegger was the perfect fit for the role of Conan due to his huge muscular frame. According to Schwarzenegger, Pressman's low-key approach and great inner strength convinced him to join the project. Paul Salmon, writer for the sci-fi and horror magazine Cinefantastique, said Schwarzenegger was practically the living incarnation of one of Frazetta's paperback illustrations. Schwarzenegger was paid $250,000 and placed on retainer. The terms of the contract restricted him from starring in other sword and sorcery films. Schwarzenegger said that Conan was the biggest opportunity he had to establish himself in the entertainment industry. Now, Sean Connery and John Huston were considered for other roles, and James Earl Jones and Max von Sydow were hired with the hope that they would inspire Schwarzenegger. Jones was an award-winning veteran of numerous theater and cinema productions, while von Sydow was a Swedish actor of international renown. Now, the role of Thalsa Doom was offered to Jones. Jones read Conan's script and immediately accepted the part of Doom. Jones took an interest in Schwarzenegger's acting as well, often giving him pointers on how to deliver his lines. The Japanese actor, hopefully I'm pronouncing this correctly, Meiko, Meiko, Mako, Meiko, Meiko Iwitsuma, um, known professionally as just Meiko, uh, was brought into onto the project by um, director Millis. For his experience, he played roles in many films for uh, and been nominated for Academy Awards to- and a Tony, believe it or not. In Conan, Mako played him played the Wizard of the Mounds and voiced the film's opening speech. William Smith, although passed over for the lead role, was hired to play the Barbarian's father. Doom's l- two lieutenants, Thorgrim and Rexor, respectively, were played by Sven Olsen, uh, Sven Ol Thorson, who I've actually spoken to, and Danish bodybuilder and karate master Ben and Ben Davidson, a former football player and Oakland Raider. Music for the film was composed by Basil Polidoris, director of of uh, the director Melissa's friend. They had been successful on uh, had a successful collaboration rather on Big Wednesday. Millis hired Polidoris uh, before principal photography had even began. The composer was given an opportunity to compose the film's music based on the initial storyboards and to modify it throughout filming before recording the score near the end of production. Polidoris made extensive use of Music Sync, or Musync, a music and tempo editing software that was invented by Robert Randies, Randalls, subsequently nominated for an Oscar for Scientific Achievement. To modify the tempo of his compositions and synchronize them with the action of the film. 
The system helped make his job easier and faster and could automatically adjust the tempos when the user changed the positioning of the beats. Conan was the first film to use Musync in its credits. Polidorus said he started working on the score by developing the melodic line a pattern of musical ideas supported by rhythms. The first draft was a poem sung to the strumming of a guitar, composed as if Polydorus was a bard for the barbarian. This draft became the Riddle of Steel, a composition played with massive brass strings and percussion, which also serves as Conan's personal theme. The film's main musical theme, The Anvil of Crom, which opens the film with brassy sounds of 24 French horns in dramatic intonation of the melody while pounding drums at incessantly driven rhythmic propulsion is played again in several later scenes. Now, the music you're going to hear today is from, obviously, Conan the Barbarian and has been released in many, many forms. The music you'll be hearing this morning is from a 1992 Varese Saraband release. So here's some music from Conan the Barbarian.
with a little bit of music from the 1982 film Conan the Barbarian. It's music by Basil Polidorus. Now we'll be playing some more music from the movie as we're celebrating the 40th anniversary of said film. Now Arnold Schwarzenegger has called the movie God's gift to his career. The media's reaction, however, were mixed. Um, Aspects of the film were heavily criticized by one side and were regarded in a positive light by the other. The opinions of Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times and Richard Schickel of Time illustrate the divided views. Ebert called Conan the Barbarian a perfect fantasy for the alienated pre-adolescent, where Schickel said Conan is sort of a psychopathic Star Wars, stupid and stupefying. Although although reviews were mixed at the time, the film's release uh, at the uh, of the film's release, modern genre critics review the film a little more positively. Through Conan, though Conan may take itself too seriously for some, this adventure film about a former slave seeking vengeance is full of quotable Schwarzenegger lines and gritty action. So here is some more music from Basil Polidorus's score to Conan the Barbarian, and I will be back in just a little bit.
And with a little bit more music from the 1982 film Conan the Barbarian. It's music by Basil Polidorus as we're celebrating the 40th anniversary of said film. If you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can try me online at facebook.com Facebook slash visionsinsound. I am on the Twitter at visionsound. You can also try me on my website, visionsinsound.ca where this show will show up in about two hours time. Also, if you're into podcasting, like I am on good pods as well as Apple music. So welcome back to visions and sound as we, as I mentioned before that we are celebrating the 40th anniversary of Conan the barbarian. Now, Arnold Schwarzenegger has said that he modeled his performance of Conan after Steve Reeves and his performance as Hercules. Arnold Schwarzenegger had to familiarize himself with Conan, the, the Conan comics because there was no script at first to work from. He had never even heard of the character and but seriously wanted the part. A Conan expert was brought in to tutor Schwarzenegger on how to live like the character, example, sleeping outdoors, living off the land, etc. Schwarzenegger thanked him by getting him cast as an enemy warrior hacked to bits by Conan. He was delighted that Schwarzenegger had been cast as Conan, as were the fans. The dynamic score by Basil Polidorus has been frequently used in other filmmakers as are used by other filmmakers as temp track in other films. It has also frequently been used in advanced trailers and TV spots for other films. Interesting, interesting to note that Conan the Barbarian was the last film released by a major studio with a mono soundtrack. Interesting. Here's some more music from um, Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, yeah. Having trouble with that. Conan the Barbarian with music by Basil Polidorus. I'll be back in just a bit.
And with a little bit of music from Conan the Barbarian, we are celebrating the 40th anniversary of said film. So now, welcome back to Visions and Sound. And if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, contact me at of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I am on the Twitter at Visions Sound. You can also try me online at facebook.com, or sorry, you can also try me online at my own website, um, visionsandsound.ca. I'm also on the Twitter at, at Vision Sound. You can also try me uh, on Good Pods as well as Apple Music as well. So welcome back to Visions and Sound. As this week, we are celebrating the 40th anniversary of Conan the Barbarian. Now, in 2015, a very interesting interpretation of the Conan the Barbarian music was released. Philip Pelster transcribed the music of for Conan for pipe organ. It was released on the Naxos label. So here is a little bit of Conan the Barbarian as transcribed for pipe organ. Have a listen.
with a little bit of music from the 1982 film Conan the Barbarian. That's music by Basil Polidorus. Well, welcome back to Visions and Sound, as this week we celebrate the 40th anniversary of Conan the Barbarian. Now, due to Conan's marginal success, a sequel, Conan the Destroyer, was released in 1984 with Schwarzenegger and Mako reprising their roles. A planned third entry in the trilogy, Conan the Conqueror, was previewed at the end of Destroyer. The film had been planned for a 1987 release, with the intended director either being Guy Hamilton or John Gilerman. However, Arnold Schwarzenegger was committed to the film Predator, and De Laurentiis' contract with the star had expired after his obligation to Red Sonja and Raw Deal. And he was not keen to negotiate a new one. The third Conan film fell into development hell, and a, uh, a variation of the script eventually was adapted into Cull the Conqueror, released in 1997 with Kevin Sorbo. Basil Polidorus would, release to, uh, would return rather to score Conan the Destroyer, and it would also get a release on Varez Saraband. So here is some music from Conan the Destroyer.
And well, that's all for me this week. Uh, thanks for hanging in, those that did. In October of 2012, Universal Pictures announced plans for Schwarzenegger to return to the role of Conan for the film The Legend of Conan. The planned story was a direct sequel from the original film Bypassing Conan the Destroyer and the 2011 film starring Jason Momoa. In the years following the announcement, several people worked on the script and Schwarzenegger expressed enthusiasm for the project, affirming plans to star in the film. However, in April of 2017, Morgan stated that Universal had dropped the project, but there remains still the possibility of a television series. So as we continue into 2022, I hope as you're getting on with your day that you realize just how awesome you are. Never let anyone tell you any different. If you're ever not feeling right, there are people out there that care about you and are willing to chat. If not family, then some professional who can help. As Rocky said, nobody hits harder than life. I know from personal experience how hard it is for me to sit behind this mic week after week when I feel like no one's listening. I would never have made it this far without a huge support of a team of people behind me. If you or someone you know is in crisis and needs help, resources are available. In case of an emergency, please call 911 for immediate help. The Canadian Association for Suicide Prevention, Depression Hurts, and Kids Help Phone at 1-800-668-6868. Also, 1-844-HERE-247 or herehere247.ca. All offer ways of getting help if you or someone you know may be suffering from mental health issues. Well, join me next week as we continue into 80s month with a look at the 40th anniversary of Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. I'll end off this week's show with some more music from Conan the Barbarian, but I will be back next week with more Visions in Sound.